the story. Behind the story. This is Billy Hallowell on the Faithwire Podcast Network. Hey, it's Billy Hallowell. Welcome to the Billy Hallowell Podcast. So I had a really interesting conversation with theologian Dr. Michael Heiser. And, you know, we talked about a lot of things, but one of the fascinating elements of our discussion was what convinces him of the authenticity of the nativity story. Why does he believe that the story of Jesus' birth as told in the Bible is true? And so I wanted to just present a little clip to you guys, and we'll have the broader interview later on. But you can hear what Dr. Heiser, who's very well respected in theology, had to say about Jesus and his birth right now. Me again, it, it it is completely intellectually coherent to think that there is a God, and if you take that step, then the next thing you ask yourself is, well, can that God actually do anything? Why why would I think that this God could not become a man? On what basis am I limiting his abilities? And there is no coherent basis to limit God's abilities. So the first prong is, if there's a God, he can do this kind of stuff. And there's no reason, there's no intellectual basis to argue for God's existence and then against this ability to become a man. That's number one. And number two, after that, it's just the normalcy of the story. It's it's not this 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 sort of super weird, you know, kind of thing, okay? <clears throat> you know, and, and that might sound a little bit strange. But again, as a supernaturalist, can God become a man? Can 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 God, you know, you know, through through the, just like the account says, through the Spirit, you know, be in the womb of this woman Mary. She's pregnant. What do they do? They're in a tight spot. You know, they they have to go this place and that place. It's just it's very normal. They, nobody knows what's going on because they're not shooting their mouths off. Of course, you know, they they wind up in a place where they don't have a place to stay. I mean, the, the, the trappings of the story are actually on the surface pretty normal. And so there, there's nothing in the elements of the story, you know, other than the supernatural that, that are just unreasonable. So you have a combination of if we embrace theism, on what intellectual basis now do we deny God his abilities you know, and, and explain to me how that's coherent? And, and I... I you know, again, I, I'm standing on the shoulders of, of 2,000 years worth of intellectual history here. I, I'm, I'm comfortable. So you have that side, and then, and then just the way the story is told it gets played out in real time in very realistic you know, events and circumstances. Now, there's more to it than that. There's a lot of theological, uh, how can I say this? There's a lot of there's a lot that runs under the surface theologically when it comes to things like chronology and the timing of the birth and, and you know, sort of the, the accrued intellectual history of, of what Jews were, were thinking about in messianic expectation with jubilee cycles and, you know, calendars. There, there's a lot that's going on here, but on the surface of it, it it's very normal. Yeah, that's interesting because a lot of, and I think a lot of the Bible is like that too, where you're like, okay, you're including a lot of unflattering or very basic details that, you know, you would think if somebody was going to forge a book or make something up, 
that it would be extravagant. They could do better than that. Right. It's almost like, <laughs> oh, okay, this sounds like a day in my life, some of it. You know, it's like this is boring, some right. of it, or it's not, I, mean, I don't mean boring in a negative way, but it's, there's nothing extravagant or extraordinary about some of the elements in, in and of themselves, and the details are not always flattering. And so that, to me, is fascinating. And I, I think we could probably at, do a at whole least, podcast. I was going to say, at least give us a lovable animal. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and so it's funny. And, and you think about just the impact that this story has had. I can't think of any other story like it that's had an impact that's gone on for thousands of years and that continues to change and evolve people's hearts and culture at large. And so, you know, no matter what happens, no matter what ebbs and flows we kind of go through culturally, this story still shines through for some reason, right? So, and I think we know the reason as Christians, but um, I think that alone should captivate people who are not believers to think a little deeper. Well, listen, this this has been amazing, and I want to have you back again so we could talk more about all of this. We'll make sure we link out to the books so that people can grab copies of them. And I appreciate you taking the time today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.